Good day to you, and welcome to Daily Prayer with Families of St. Mark's Episcopal Cathedral in Seattle, Washington. I'm Kelly. And I'm Rebecca. And we are glad you're here to pray and sing praises to God with us today. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Eternal God, in whose perfect kingdom no sword is drawn but the sword of righteousness, no strength known but the strength of love, so mightily spread abroad your spirit that all peoples may be gathered under the banner of the Prince of Peace as children of one Father, to whom be dominion and glory now and forever. Amen. Our song for this week is God is Our Refuge and Strength. The text comes from Psalm 46. I'm going to speak part of it and please repeat it back to me. God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength. Here's the next part. A very present help in trouble. A very present help in trouble. I'll speak the whole text now. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. So we're speaking it in the rhythm you're going to need to sing it. Now, listen up and I'll sing you the melody with the words. God is our refuge and strength, A very present help in trouble. I'll sing part. God is our refuge and strength. You try it. God is our refuge and strength. Here's the second part. A very present help in trouble. Your turn. A very present help in trouble. Let's sing it all the way through three times. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. strength, a very present help in trouble. This week, our scripture comes from Joshua chapters 1 through 3, Judges chapters 4 and 5, and chapters 14 through 16. These are the stories of the leaders of the Israelites. For 40 years, Moses led the Israelites through the wilderness toward a new place to live. Within sight of that special land, Moses died. Israel's new leader, Joshua, faced a huge problem. The land where God was sending the people was already occupied. For hundreds of years, the residents there had fought anyone who tried to move in. From their camp in the wilderness, the Israelites could see the first city in the promised land. Jericho, fortified with tall and thick walls. 
Joshua selected two men to be scouts to look at the city and figure out a good plan of attack. Joshua sent the men to stay with a woman in Jericho named Rahab. Most of the people in Jericho did not believe in God. In those days, people usually thought there were many gods and prayed to all of them. God, the real God, wanted people to love and worship only God. Rahab had heard a great deal about the Israelites and their God. Your God must be very powerful. He dried up the Red Sea so that you could pass through it and killed everyone who tried to hurt you. And your people are fearless warriors. The rest of the story about Rahab and the Battle of Jericho is a really good one. So you should ask your parents to tell you the whole story. For now, I'll just tell you this part. The Israelites conquered Jericho, and after the walls fell, the Israelites destroyed everything inside the city, except for Rahab and her family, who joined the Israelite people as they settled in Jericho. Joshua led the people in many other battles, though most of them involved swords and fighting. Slowly, the people of God spread through the land, growing their families, building homes, and starting new lives. Finally, after lots of wandering and waiting and sadness, the people of Israel were living in the land that God had promised them. Joshua, Israel needed other leaders to guide Israel. So God raised up judges. These were not black-robed judges like we have today in courtrooms, but judges who interpreted God's law, fought on the battlefields, and inspired others to stand up for God. Most were deep and thoughtful. One was wild and crazy-eyed. All of them were brave and risked their own lives to protect God's people. One such judge was Deborah. Sitting under a beautiful palm tree in her yard, Deborah listened to the people who were angry with each other. It was her job to make decisions for people when they could not agree. And whatever she said was the law. One day, Deborah heard news that made her stomach sink like a stone. Philistines, longtime enemies of the Israelites, were raging through the countryside and hurting people. Together, Deborah and the leader of the army, Barak, rode out on horseback, leading 10,000 men to the top of Mount Tabor, where they could see for miles. Deborah trusted God to lead them, and she prayed and listened for God's instructions. And they did defeat the Philistines. Other judges also rose to protect and lead the people of Israel. And God continued to work his wonders. Years after Deborah led Israel, a boy named Samson was born. God told Samson's parents to raise him as a Nazarite, a holy man, and God gave him great strength. For a time, Israel was safe once again, but the people of Israel were wandering further and further away from God. They were not following the laws that God had given them, and they were not listening to God's judges that he had sent to lead them. Perhaps the time had come 
for the people to have a king. Now you can speak your prayers to God. You might want to say someone's name or ask God a question. Or you might want to say something you were thankful for. Go ahead. Lord, hear our prayers and praises. Our prayer together is ending now, but we continue in God's presence in all we do today. We believe that God loves us and cares for us. So we are always looking for signs of God's love in our lives. We'll close by praying a verse from 2 Corinthians. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful day. Peace be with you.